Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm Kim Thompson Pinder, the extraordinary word ninja and founder of RTI Publishing, where we work with you to ghostwrite and publish your signature book that will double your business by attracting clientele and position you as the go-to expert in your niche. Next, we will show you how to use your book to make lead generation and conversion a snap while building an audience. My guests include professionals, entrepreneurs, and coaches who use their skills to build people powerfully. They will share their story and powerful tips that will help you live better. They will also share their writing journey and how it has impacted their life and the lives of their readers. If you've ever wondered if writing a book makes a difference, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast, and I am with my authority gang today, but we're missing our Samantha. She's not here. She's not feeling well. No, she doesn't have COVID, but she's just not having a very good day today. So we are going to courageously go on without her, but we miss her greatly. And I, you know, we miss any of our members when we all of us can't get together. So, Samantha, we're sending you lots of healing thoughts and prayers right now. Yes. So we have today Crystal Duku and Carol Boston, and the three of us are going to talk about motivation. And one of the reasons why I chose motivation for today's theme is I'm in the process of opening an e-commerce store. And I've been playing around with different titles. So I'll actually ask you guys for your opinion because I've been putting this out on social media and it's split right down the middle. So I'm having a hard time deciding. So I want to do motivational, inspirational items for entrepreneurs. So I came up with two titles. So the first one's Entrepreneur Emporium and the second one is The Motivation Store. And I couldn't decide which one I liked better. So I thought, I'll put it out on Facebook and see what everybody else likes. Guess what? It's split right down the middle. (laughs) So it got me thinking about motivation and and how we can do that. So just before we get on to the topic of motivation, what do you guys think? What are your votes? Entrepreneur Emporium or the Motivation Store? I actually saw both of them on thing. I gave you a like, but I didn't. I didn't. Like if I just saw Entrepreneur Emporium, that wouldn't tell me that I was going to go get motivational stuff. And if I just see the motivational store, that doesn't tell me it's for entrepreneurs. So I didn't answer your question on Facebook because neither one of those resonated with me that would drive me to go to the store. So is there a way you could come up with something that would tell me as an entrepreneur, it's going to motivate me? Well, I was thinking about that this morning, but Crystal, first I'll let you answer before I'll, I'll tell you what I was thinking. I, I had voted for the Entrepreneur Emporium because I like the play on words and the double E's and how it flows out of my tongue. Um, yeah, so I voted for that one. <laughs> so I was actually thinking of combining two, the two. So the Entrepreneur Motivational Emporium. Oh, okay. Or store, uh, like playing around with that. Somebody mentioned boutique. Like, I'm just, I'm kind of playing around with that, but I'm thinking I need to combine the two. I just think when I hear store, it kind of just drops the, it's very anti, anticlimactic for me okay. when I hear the store part. Um, so I like boutique. I do love Emporium. I love how that sounds. Um, the combination actually is a better idea too. Yeah, Maybe, you could, put, maybe you could put that out on Facebook and, and, you know, get some people to comment on that. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to do. 
because I, like I said, it was so split down the middle. I was hoping there was going to be like one that just really, and I'm like, you guys are making this decision so hard. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I was thinking was combining the two because all of the comments that I got. And so here's something for you guys as entrepreneurs. If you're not sure about something and you've got friends on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and all these places, put it out there. Because if you have your target market on social media, let them tell you what they want. And a lot of times they come up with some other interesting ideas and things that you didn't think of. So that's just a hint tip for entrepreneurs is do your market research, find out what resonates. So yeah, I'm going to do that. I was was just actually working on that just before we got on the call is combining the two and seeing how people feel about that. Because that, that was the comments, you know, okay, well, the motivation store is great, but it doesn't really say that's for entrepreneurs. So, you know, if it's going to be for everyone, then make it, you know, but if it's just for entrepreneurs, entrepreneur emporium, but you're not selling everything entrepreneurs need. So I'm like, oh, those are really good comments. So yes, you were right on track there, Carol. <laughs> All right. So I want to talk to you guys today about what do you do when you're unmotivated as an entrepreneur, you know, you need to do something but the motivation mojo is just not there that day. So I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts. Well, for me, like Crystal knows, I am never motivated to do MailChimp. I can't stand it. So <laughs> I, I, I actually put it off more than I need to. But when I absolutely have to get it out, I call my friend Glenn. And he sits like a champ and walk, walks me through it, tells me what to do, and we get it out. So I know that for me, I've got to change the system. MailChimp is just not intuitive to me and I need to have a better uh, automated system to stay in touch and better touch with my my uh, tribe, if you will, on my email list. So for me, one of the things I do is I reach out for support. So yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Um, for me, well, if I'm not feeling motivated to get up and get something done or do something, um, I would I would actually get on a call with a friend of mine and she and I would just talk about different things, you know, kind of take my mind off something. But then the call just turns into a very business because she's also a photographer and she's building up her business and it just ends up going into, you know, us motivating each other and thinking of the plans we have. And then that really gives me an added push to be like, okay, let me just get up and get this done. So I think we're looking, both of you talked about two different things in motivation. So Carol, it's not that you're unmotivated to do it. You just don't have the right software. So it's not that you you don't want to do it or you can't do it. You don't have the right system in place. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, I'm I'm never at a loss for getting motivated to get out of bed. I'm not one of those people. I mean, I love the morning. I'm up every day. You know, today it was four o'clock. Okay, I'm awake, so I get up. Right? I just that's it. That's a good that's a good point. I I just find it so challenging that I just don't want to do it. Yeah, and I I think that's you know that's one of the key things when we talk about motivation is why are you unmotivated? You know, is it one of those things where like this week? I've been unmotivated, but I also have not been sleeping well. I've had so much on my plate on the last few weeks. I'm feeling worn out. And so when I looked at why am I not motivated, a lot of it had to do with, you know, my physical and mental well-being. My body's telling me that I'm tired and I need rest. 
And so, you know, you need to look at that. You know, are you unmotivated because something is just really challenging and you don't feel up to the task? Yep. Um, I had a mentor of mine and I hated him when he said this, like he wasn't really my mentor yet. I was just getting to know this gentleman. And he talked about procrastination. And what he said was, was that really, it's not really that you procrastinate. It's just most times you're not good at something. And so you put off doing it. And I thought, I don't put off doing stuff. And I got thinking about it. I said, oh, yeah, I do. If I don't know how to do something and it's challenging, I put it off to last because I've got other stuff I got to deal with. And I don't have time to figure this thing out. Yep. That's me. So I think, you know, as an entrepreneur, look at why you're unmotivated. And if it's because something's challenging, then, you know, you've got a different couple of different options. So one, set aside time in your schedule to learn how to do it. So block out that time, you know, block out that several hours so that you're not distracted so you can focus on learning it. Mm -hmm. B, hire someone to train you or take a course. Or C, just pay somebody else to do it. <laughs> hey, listen, you can find me somebody cheap that's good in MailChimp sending my way today. <laughs> <laughs> you'd probably a lot of VAs are good at that kind of stuff. I tried asking my VA. She not too good at MailChimp, she says. And it's one of those things that I was like, not going to offer in my services. (laughs) 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 Carol, there's nothing saying that you can't hire a VA specifically just for your MailChimp. Right. I need to, yeah, I need to just put together a post and and take a look at doing that for sure. There's enough groups out there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, I mean, there's a lot of people. I mean, even going on Fiverr, I'm sure you could find someone on Fiverr who's good at on MailChimp, right? I hadn't even thought of that. I hadn't even thought of that, yeah. You know, a lot of people put down Fiverr. I don't. I think it's a great place. And yes, there's a lot of people from different parts of the world. And yeah, there's some people that's really crappy on there, like, you know, but the quality's gotten a lot better. And I have a few people that I use for outside things. So they're not a main part of RTI publishing, but um, like one of the things was coloring books. I've been wanting to do more coloring books and I can do them myself. They just take me a lot of time. It's not something I'm proficient at and it frustrates me because it takes me so long to do. And I thought, you know what, I'm just going to get somebody else to do it. And I went on Fiverr and I found an amazing person. She owns a company. So, you know, it, and she's in, she's in a a third world type country. It really helps her out. And, you know, what takes me two weeks to do, because I'm trying to do it piecemeal and between everything, you know, she's got them back to me in two days. Mm -hmm. Mm. And with the occasional minor error, they come back perfect, you know, and her prices are so reasonable. The amount of time it would have taken me, I would have lost so much income trying to do them myself. So, you know, Fiverr for me is a great place. You know, I don't use them for my main RTI stuff because, you know, I need to have people I can rely on, you know, and on Fiverr people can come and go, right? So, you know, they don't do my main RTI stuff, but a lot of peripheral stuff, like the graphics for my book. Um, I'm, I do cartoons. I have little cartoons that are going into my book. My graphic designer doesn't do that. So I thought, you know what, I'll go on Fiverr. And I found a really good person on Fiverr. Doesn't charge me a lot to do it. Really helps him out. He's enjoying the work. And like I said, within a couple of days, I've got that back. And it's just perfect. You know, I might say, okay, can you change a couple of little things, right? Yeah. He gets it done and I plunk it in my book. 
So anyway, that's my opinion on Fiverr for today. It has nothing to do with motivation, but anyway. <laughs> well, I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> I'm easily sidetracked. <laughs> I think motivation also comes from standards, right? We get, we get, what, we, we get what we tolerate. We get what we tolerate. And so if our standard in a certain area is low and we're willing to tolerate it, right, then we don't have the motivation to do anything about it. When we decide we're going to raise our standards to a new level and we understand that it isn't anybody else that's doing it right, it's our choice and there's power in choice, um, I think then that could be a driver for motivation as well. And I, I can attest to that because I remember, and Carol, like I work with Carol, she's my coach. And I remember, you know, I was at this book, I was just doing my business and, and I, I was like, okay, but I, I feel overwhelmed. I have here, I have my job here. I have my business that's growing. I, I'm just overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. I have all this fear. And then we started working together. And the thing is having, sometimes you need that person, you need that coach that can also help you get on track for that motivation because as a result of working, and it's just been what, four months? I was, Carol was able to help me with like these, these steps, these little bite-sized goals that took away the fear. And then as a result of the fear being moved, there was this, there was this natural motivation now that was coming on because there was all these blockages removed. And then there was these steps that was, that, that she taught that was, that I started to implement where now I'm like, wow, who is this person? There's this to-do <laughs> list that before I used to be so overwhelmed, but now every night there's a to-do list written and I check it off. And I was like, you know, it, so having that to me too was a key factor in making sure that my motivation level was always up and it became a natural part now of my day-to-day runnings was having a coach like Carol or having Carol as my coach that really knew how to motivate without making you feel bad about not having, you know, like, like, you know, some coaches are like, you have to do this, blah, 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 blah. No, it's like explaining the reasonings, getting down to the nitty gritty as to, well, what may be holding you back and then putting out things there that really increases your motivation. And that I know that has been helping me a lot. And I just look at myself and I, I feel a lot better and I feel a lot more in charge and I feel more. And cause I was queen of, Oh, I'm the queen of procrastination. I used to <laughs> love to claim that. And now I'm like, no, I get things done. So, so I think that's a key factor in also when you feel like, especially as you're growing your business, if you're lacking that motivation, it's probably finding some, uh, finding a coach that can, and I highly recommend Carol that can really help you get down to the nitty gritty of it and then help you put those practices into place. So you can find your inner motivation yourself too. Yep. So I think you touched on a a couple of really good points there. So first of all is organization. You were unmotivated because you were overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I, 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 I truly believe, and, and as an entrepreneur, it never totally works out this way, but I think as an entrepreneur, if we can kind of schedule ourselves, you know, I think scheduling is important. You know, having those to-do lists that are prioritized, you know, so what are the biggest things? One of the things I talk about, and it's not on Amazon, I think I will put it on, but I have a little book called 31 Productivity Hacks for the Busy Entrepreneur. 
And one of the things I talk about is getting your biggest things off your plate before noon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Just, you know, when you sit down in the morning and your, your first thing, just, you know, pile off that big stuff. Cause first yep. of all, that weight's lifted off of you. Mm-hmm. And then you can focus on the, the little, little things. Right. And I think also scheduling, like what I try to do is, I don't have a strict schedule, but I've been trying to sort of have theme days. So Tuesdays, I tend to work on, you know, podcasts, getting podcast guests, applying to be on podcasts, you know, looking at my podcast, working on things for my podcasts, right? So I try to have themes for different days. And I've also been scheduling in some break times for myself, some rest times for myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm finding it's going better because now I'm kind of, and I also blocked off days where I don't talk to people. <laughs> I spend a lot of time talking to people. And not that it's bad, but when I'm trying to dedicate time to work on something and I have to stop to talk to someone, you know, whether it's an interview, whether it's doing a podcast, whatever, it, it really disrupts my flow. Yeah. So, you know, I, I now bookmark my weeks, you know, Mondays and Fridays, I don't book appointments unless you know, it's a very big client or whatever, and they need to speak to me on a Monday or Friday, I will do that. But generally, if other people are just booking in for general stuff, I don't, I have those days blocked off so that I can get those few hours of concentrated time. And that keeps me more motivated, because I know I'm not going to be disrupted. Yes, makes sense. Yep. Mm -hmm. No, it it is about this kind of look, I have your book. (laughs) And that's my to do list that I I always crash out. Yeah. So definitely organization and scheduling out your day. And I think too, like, I think sometimes you have to look at things emotionally. You know, sometimes there's stuff just going on emotionally in your life. And if you're not dealing with that, it weighs you down and and keeps you unmotivated. I love Zig Ziglar. And, you know, he, one of his famous quotes is people often say that motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. (laughs) And I think sometimes, you know, when you're feeling unmotivated, you have to have a plan in place to get yourself motivated. You know, even talk to yourself. Like one of the reasons why I did that notebook, Crystal, is because I like to keep myself motivated. And one of the things I found was quotes tend to motivate me. They don't motivate everybody, but I'm motivated by quotes. I see a good quote. It sticks in my brain. It reminds me that, hey, life is okay. I can keep moving forward. Yeah, sometimes the journey is rough, but it's not going to stay rough forever. So, you know, for me, having, you know, quotes and things around motivates me. Yeah. But I think, I think talking to yourself too, I know it sounds weird. Like we've been taught not to talk to ourselves. And of course, I wouldn't suggest go walking down the street in public talking to yourself. But I think you have to look at what's that internal conversation going on in your head. Well, you could just put on some headphones and pretend you're on the phone and talk to <laughs> <laughs> you know, while you're down, um, while you're down, down the street. But yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that. And a lot of it has to do with, and I know Carol can talk to this because I think a lot of it too and it goes into your point is that whole mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Having the right mindset so that you don't fall off the end, like fall off the edge the minute something goes wrong or you don't have the motive or you're not feeling, you know, knowing how to, you know? Well, I just reached over and picked up 
I have several of these. This one's called the ways of the warrior. I went to um, this. I went to ultimate leadership camp and I went to enlightened warrior camp and I did warrior camp before ultimate leadership camp. This was actually written back in 2004. I went in 2006 and seven and I picked it up. Like I said, I have several reasons. And Crystal, your, your point is right on. And I actually stood here and said these out loud this morning. I haven't done that in a while. I used to do it all the time. And there's several of them, but one of them, here's a couple of them. My choices create my reality. There's no can't. I either choose to, or I choose not to. Mm. And Crystal knows I talk and teach on a lot about choice, right? Because there's, there's power in choice. Only when we own that we're choosing. So if I know that I'm choosing to procrastinate and I own it, then I can choose, make a different choice, right? Or I can choose to keep doing the same thing. I just can't complain about it because I'm the one that's choosing. There is no try. I either do or not do. Yoda. Right? <laughs> and I, I call my clients on that ultimate. I'll try to no, You're not going to try to get that done. What time am I going to get the text, right? When, when is it going to be done? So I think that's really important too, to own. The, the book that I'm reading, it's actually helped me share a couple of things with Crystal about tiny habits. Um, he talks about how motivation is often way overrated. If I had known we were going to have this topic today, um, I would have pulled a couple of things from that book because I just can't quote them off the top of my head right now. But he talks about we often also overestimate our motivation. And he gives the story of a young couple. They were buying their first house and they're standing out on the back deck and they were buying a fixer upper and super, super, super excited. It was a big yard, right? So they buy the house and they start on the interior and they get all the interior done. They spend all this time and everything. And then they're standing out on the deck looking at the backyard basically going, holy shit, I've never even mowed a yard before. We don't even own a lawnmower. Uh, like they never planned. They were just so excited. And they, they did this for a long time. The yard never got done because they had overestimated their motivation to get everything done. Mm-hmm. And then we, we, we often do that. So I think being real, realistic in what we put in our days, while it can be challenging, I think it's important. And, and you brought up a couple of good points. First of all is choice. You know, motivation comes from the will. Yep. Not emotions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So many times I'm like, okay, I don't feel like doing this, but I give myself a good old kick in the behind. It's like, okay, this has to be done. And once I, I actually, I sit down and I start working on it, I'm fine. It, it's it, like you said, it's making that choice. Yes. It's that initial getting into action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is the hardest part. I have found that even with going to to do a workout, right? I dread it coming up to it. And I'm like, oh, but then I was like, no, I put my shoe on and then I'm into it. And I was like, wow, why did I fuss so much about doing it in the first place? You know, and then you feel so good afterwards. And I think that that goes through everything in life. And, and for me, like, you know, just to give like tips that works, I'm a big music person. I think we all are that I find that sometimes, and I know Carol and I had spoken about this and we shared with each other, but like finding songs that, especially if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, I need to quit or this isn't working out and just listening to those songs that become your anthem and become your warrior music. And then you put it on and you'd be like, yes, I can, I can get this done. I can get back in the saddle. I'm not giving up, you know? Um, that's another big thing I think comes with, with motivation because as with you both, where you both said it, it is that choice that we have to make. It doesn't just sit one day in the couch and then be like, oh, motivation, come to me, <laughs> you know? Well, you can kind of tie it into what I teach and 
and Crystal's embraced this and has really made massive growth changes here, is that I teach and help my clients understand that confidence is not a feeling. Confidence is a decision to act. Yes. We can actually take that and apply that to motivation. We often think motivation is a feeling and I'll do it when I feel motivated, right? Which means you may never do it. So again, it comes back to when you act, like Crystal just said, she wasn't motivated to go work out. Once she got into action, put all she had to do is put her tennis shoes on the first time, right? And that little bit of momentum gives you more momentum. In the end, you feel motivated. So it's just proof positive that you can act your way into feeling, but you cannot feel your way into acting. When we wait till we feel like it, it just doesn't get done. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, you know, when I, I remember studying inertia in school, mm. things at rest tend to stay at rest. Mm-hmm. Things in motion tend to stay in motion. Mm-hmm. So the hardest part is getting into motion. Yep. And that, that's where that choice of, of the will comes in. And I love how you just said, Carol, and I wrote this down. I think I'm going to make a mug out of this. Is, <laughs> is this your saying or you have to tell me if it's your saying or someone else, but confidence is the decision to act. I love that. Actually, um, that's from Mel. Um, she wrote the five second rule. Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would definitely give her credit. That's where I first got it. She, she specifically states that uh, in her book and in her teachings that confidence is a decision to act. And then she teaches you how to, and she got it from watching a rocket launch. She was depressed. She had lost her job. Her husband's business were tanking. They were hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. She had a drinking problem. She just didn't want to get out of bed. And she's laying there watching a rocket launch. And the thought came to her, five, four, three, two, one. And she started using that and it got her into action. And you don't think she just, you just count down. You don't think about it. And she didn't feel confident to go try to find another job. She didn't feel confident, but she got into action. So confidence. Yes. I took that from Mel Robbins. Mel Robbins is her name. Five, four, three, two, one. Confidence is a decision to act. Nice. And I loved Crystal, how you talked about music because you were doing that. And I was thinking is, we are the champions, my (laughs) friends. (laughs) We'll keep on fighting yeah. till the end. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Music is it that's a key factor. You know. And the song I was the song I was thinking about when she said that was by Andra Day. Rise up. Nice. Nice. Sometimes I listen to John Bon Jovi, Never Say Die. Never say die. Never look him in the eye and don't let go. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> so I think something that's important here is finding the ways that work for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and sometimes I, we, I think we get bogged down in all the different ways that we get told. You know, when you talk about mojo, it's like kind of what gets your juices running. Yeah. So maybe it's quotes. Maybe it's music. Maybe it's that self-talk. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe sometimes in the winter, putting on a bright light, you know, getting a little fresh air. Here in Canada, this year's been really good. We've had a lot of sunny days, but I remember one winter, I think we had a total of four days of sun the whole winter. Mm. And by February, everybody was down. Everybody was depressed. I mean, nobody was motivated to do anything. I was trying to sell stuff. It was really hard because nobody had, nobody was motivated. Everybody was down and depressed. It had been a brutal, long, hard winter. 
and 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 you could feel it like you could feel like it was like you drive in the area you could feel like how it it was so down yeah and i remember the first little bit of warm sunny day like i'm not okay you guys are americans so it was probably maybe 37 38 degrees okay it was it was above freezing but it wasn't a lot above freezing but for canada that's hope <laughs> <laughs> And all of a sudden, it was a bright, you know, warm, sunny day for us. Anyway, you guys would have been freezing. And all of a sudden, everybody was happy. Yeah. Everybody's like, life is good again. Yeah. People started buying. Like, all of a sudden, my phone started ringing. Oh, Kim, I need this stuff. And Kim, I need this stuff. And so, you know, figure out why. Mm -hmm. Why are you unmotivated? And for me, I kept, I recognized what was happening. And so, you know, I made sure that I kept on bright lights in the room. I watched videos of warm, sunny places. <laughs> I would dream about being in those warm, sunny places. Yeah. Were you taking your vitamin D? Yeah, I did that too. Okay. <laughs> I did that too. Vitamin C and D because, you know. Yeah. And, and just to add to that too, because I feel like, which, which is something that I have experienced this past year, and I think it's important important to note is that sometimes we may have our ways of, and so sometimes we, we may all have our ways. If you're listening, you may have, well, this is what I used to do to really get my mojo up, to get my motivation up, but with some, with whatever the pandemic or whatever, I cannot do it. And that has put me in a slump. And for me, it was just about readjusting and finding different things that bring you happiness or different experience. Before the pandemic, my way to get motivated, I would always take like every two months, I would take a break and go to Trinidad, spend time with family, spend time in the sun, especially during the winters where it was like cold and dark. And I would come back refreshed and rejuvenated. But with Trinidad borders being closed, I haven't been able to do that. So now but I didn't want to, I couldn't, I knew that I, and going back, I, I knew that I would not allow myself to go back into those where I had come from. You know, you don't, you don't want to go back, take 10 steps back. So I was like, okay, Crystal, then what can you do differently to bring you joy or to give you that rest? Um, you can go home. There's nothing you can do about it. Um, you know, and so I think it's important that also learning that, you know, um, finding ways to adjust if you're not able to do what you're accustomed to doing, being open and finding different things that would bring you joy, that would keep that motivation up. So sometimes it changes, you know, as we, we're in different situations. Well, we've had an amazing conversation today. And everyone, I want to encourage you, if you're, if you're struggling with motivation, if you're struggling with taking action, if you're struggling with confidence, Today is Carol's day. So I really, Carol, why don't you speak to those people and let them know how they can get a hold of you? Because you truly are, you know, the queen of reframe and you know how to help people see things in a different light so that they can move forward. Well, it's interesting that you ask because just this week I started something because I wanted to reframe from all of the ice and snow, right? Down here that in areas of our country that haven't had snow in 85 years. I mean, they just... People are dying because they have no heat in Texas, right? And so I called it Snowmageddon. This is my Snowmageddon <laughs> offer. And 
Yep, that's my Snowmageddon offer. And it gives people an opportunity to, to work with me. And it's an amazing opportunity for them to find out exactly what's holding them back. And we can put together a strategic action plan as to how we can get them to where they want to go. So it's $97 for 90 minutes. It's like an 88% discount off of my time. Um, but I really, really want to try to help as many people as possible. You can, you can email, email me, carol at carolboston.com. You can go to my site, www.carolboston.com and book a clarity to cash call with me. We're going to get you clear on what's holding you back. Um, Crystal will tell you that clarity was the very first thing we, it's foundational with every one of my clients. You will get so much value just out of this one session. Or if you're someone that just wants to get to know me a little better, come join my Facebook group. It's the Year With No Fear group, Year With No Fear. And let me know that you came from this podcast. That is awesome. Totally completely off topic, but I've been competing in Toastmasters and I've been winning contests. Oh, congrats. And the speech I've been winning with is F-E-A-R. And it stands for false evidence appearing real. So I, I've done this whole speech on fear. I've actually won with it twice. I'm moving on to level three. So when you said fear, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> yep. Congratulations, Kim. Oh, I'm excited. Uh, last year, it was it was actually um, the same speech, but they canceled all the competitions. And everybody's like, oh, Kim, that was such a great speech. You could have gone so far with it. So I thought, I'm sticking with it. <laughs> So this has been Crystal Duku, Carol Boston, and Kim Thompson-Pinder on the, with the Authority Gang on the Author to Authority podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you on the very next episode. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Author to Authority podcast. I have a free gift that I would love to give you. Coming out this year, I am releasing my book, Author to Authority. And if you are an entrepreneur, solopreneur, small business owner, professional coach, or speaker, and you want to find out how to gain visibility and how to build your business bigger, stronger, faster, then I recommend that you download a free sample of the Author to Authority book at www.authortoauthority.com forward slash get dash the dash book. It's going to be a great resource for you that teaches the author to authority concept and the six key areas that you build authority in and how you can use a book to do it all faster. So don't forget, get your free copy today.